Okay, so yeah, I'm Aaron. Greg. Adam. Elliot. I'm Elliot. Special guest, Elliot. How you doing, Elliot? I'm good, man. I'm good. Before we get, you know, into telling the people about you and, you know, what you've been going on in life, how is life? It's good at the minute. It's good at the minute. Yeah. What's making it good right now? Christmas is coming up. So. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I just broke up today from training, so I'm all good, all blessed. That was three weeks after. Well, three weeks after. Lighter loads. <laughs> still training, but yeah. So. Do you still train in your downtime? Yeah, or? yeah. Sometimes you have to, depending on what's happening when you get back. Oh, okay, okay. You're busy when you get back, schedule wise. Yeah, schedule back on it, yeah. Sorry, look, I'm aware that you, you, you do judo, yeah? But you need to give me a bit of a backstory as to what, yeah. what, what, yeah, what, what exactly do you, what are you training for? Okay, so um, I'm visually impaired judoka, so I'm visually impaired athlete, training for the Paralympic Games in 2020. Nice. Um, I've been on the programme for 18 months now, I think, a year and a half, just under. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, um, see I don't like this bit. <laughs> I'm just finished the World Championships, got a bronze medal at the World Championships, my first world. Um, Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I'm um, ranked number three in the world now, so I'm ranked number three on the Olympic qualifying list. So I'm in a good place at the end of the year, so at the end of this last 18 months. So yeah, that's me, sort of. Okay. Briefly. So it's been a good year. Briefly, it's been a good year. Yeah, it's been a good year. What, what, what you got? What, what's lined up for two thousand and nineteen? Two thousand nineteen is just keeping um, in the top five um, in the world. If I stay where I am, I make it to the Paralympic Games. Okay. So yeah, so I've got five events this year. Five major events where I need to compete. Um, place. That's what I was going to say. Do you need to place in the yeah, top three so, in all of them? Or? Yeah. So if I place, I get points. Right, and okay. those points then go to my overall points and then you depending on how many how much points you've got, you stay in the top ranking. Keep your okay. ranking. So I need to keep my ranking up. So I still need I need to compete, I need to do well, yeah, yeah. place in the top three, top five, um, and then that pushes that keeps me around and then go to games in twenty twenty, nice. hopefully. That's the plan. Which yeah. is in Tokyo as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to Japan and doing judo. Yeah. For great, for in your country. Yes, yeah, So, like in in Japan, judo is like football in England. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, and it was originated there. Like, judo players um, that are any good are like, like top stars there. Like major yeah, stars yeah, yeah. in Japan. So, yes, yeah, so having the games in Japan is insane. Insane. So, look, it's that is crazy. Yeah, it's a big game. It's a big game for judo. You said you was in the program for eighteen months. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, how long was you doing judo before that? Is this like a lot? Did you pick up? I mean, how did you get into it, basically? So I started off when I was five years old on the mat. Um, my dad was an Olympian back in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, he got a bronze medal at Seoul, um, Seoul Games. So that's the year I was born. Yeah. So um, started judo when I was five on the mat as soon as I could. Um, did judo, I had a good career, um, went through all the ages, went up to, um, just before I got to senior, I stopped because I had an opportunity to go over to Hong Kong, and I lived over in Hong Kong for five years. Yeah, so I was like ranked number three in the country as junior, um, Commonwealth tournament, gold medalist, was like my European fifth, was like my biggest results back then when I was able-bodied. Yeah. And then I went over to Hong Kong, lived over there for five years, and then um, came back to the UK 
to study, had kids over there and stuff. I met family over there, got married. Okay. But I wasn't doing too much judo over there. I started, uh, started my own club over there, doing more teaching and stuff. Came back to the UK um, with the family and um, started to get education myself. Went back to uni. Um, what did you do at uni? I was doing sports education, PE teacher. Nice. So, trained to be a PE teacher and halfway through my uni's three-year degree, halfway through, I started losing my vision. Um, at first, I just thought, getting old, just need glasses. And, um, went to opticians, went, yeah, yeah, have some glasses. Then the next month, my glasses weren't working. So I went back, said this isn't working. Said, oh, your prescription's changed. My vision's got worse. Again, did that three or four times in about three months, four months. And then um, the optician noticed that my corneas were changing shape. And... Um, it's changing to a cone shape, so it's coming away from my iris. Yeah. So that's um, it's a condition called keratoconus, and um, I had to go to the um, hospital for it to get them checked, see what they could do, see if there's any way they could stop it from deteriorating any further. Yeah. And um, they actually went to the hospital, and they was like, "Yeah, wait another four months, four or five months, see how bad it gets, and then um, we'll see what we can do from there." And my dad. Like, if you knew my dad, it's like typical Jamaican dad, do you know what I mean? Like, he was like, you're not waiting nothing, you're not waiting at all. So, took me to um, a private clinic. Yeah, yeah. They checked my eyes and I was like, the doctor there was actually leaving. I went on the Wednesday, on the Friday he was going to Cambodia for six months. And he was like, I've got to cancel my trip, you've got to have this operation. Because if you leave that for any longer... The way that it's deteriorating, you'll lose your vision. Yeah. You'll go totally blind. That must have been scary. It's so scary. So scary. It was like, it was happening, but it weren't really happening at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when that doctor said that to me on that day, I was like, lose my vision. That I I didn't even fathom that. I couldn't even, that was something that I wasn't even ready for. Um, Yeah, he's like, you could lose your vision. And he was willing to stop his break in his holiday. To do it. It was that yeah, serious. It was, it was serious. just like... Yeah, yeah, that serious. What was the doctor's name? I can't remember. Shout <laughs> out to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the doctor. Um, so, yeah, um, we had to pull together. All my family pulled together. It was a lot of money because I do it privately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all my family pulled together. Were you a GB athlete at this point? No, I was at uni studying. Um, actually, I say no. The year before that, um, I was training a little bit here and there. I went yeah, to yeah. the uh, British Championships just for a competition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And he went and mucked up. Everyone was moaning, going like, that's not fair. <laughs> Can't just come back. Yeah, I meddled, um, I meddled at the championships that year, so I was exactly. technically... Just for a competition. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, just popped yeah. out. Just for fun. Now. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> didn't train for it and then left and was like, ah, how did you get on? And there was pictures everywhere with a gold medal and that. It's like, that's taking a piece. You can't do that. To wrap back up after like being away. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So that after, I was sort of on the squad, but not really taking it seriously. Yeah. Um, so after the operation... So what that to do was to stop my corneas from changing shape, basically. Um, that to harden my actual corneas, so that to yes. burn them off first with alcohol, and then repair them with vitamin D and like laser treatment. Yeah. Yeah. So just to harden it, so it could a little like. It can't move. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Basically, 
that's the easy way to explain it. Um, so yeah, it was a four-hour operation. It was it was rough, man. The operation was the operation was rough, but after the operation, the recovery, the two weeks after, was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. One of the was hardest that physically, things. emotionally, physically, emotionally, mentally, everything, everything. So like for the first week, I couldn't open my eyes. So my eyes, I couldn't open them at all. Mm-hmm. So like after the operation, the Obviously, that's was like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how you're going to see. We don't know how much vision you're going to lose because I could lose a lot of vision just from the, how bad the operation was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah. At first, I walked out there, okay. I walked out fine. I thought, it's not that bad. Got home, my eyes shut. Couldn't open them. Day three, I started losing. I was thinking, I was thinking, is I'm, this it? Is this it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this, is this it? I'm not going to be able to see again. It's just, this is all I'm going to be able to see now. That yeah, blackness. Yeah. Mm. I'm lying in my bed, not being able to move because I can't see, obviously. So just, I'm just lying there for two, two three days. And I was like, I can't just stay here. I can't just do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I've got to do something. Like, I can't, if this is how I'm going to be forever, I can't just lie here and just start complaining about it, whinging about it, crying about it. I started, so I started getting up. And my wife was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Get into bed. Like, you can't see. Um, so, I want to butt in right at this minute because I remember I was about at this you point. Was, right? yeah, I, like, I was around yeah, at this yeah. point in your life, right? So I remember a story coming. I don't know whether you told me or whether Claire told me about you throwing bits of tissue out of the room, kind of getting to grips with the fact. Like I think it must have been around that point where yeah. you've gone like, oh, if this is it, then I need to start figuring it out. And you were throwing bits, things out of the bed. And then yeah. going and finding on from around the bit, you know, like I yeah, need to go yeah, and get yeah, keys yeah. off the bottom of a pool or something. And Claire's going mad, going like, "You meant to be on bed rest for a full <laughs> yeah. week, not getting out of bed." And he's yeah. like, "I'm just getting to grips with it." I remember him going to me on the slow like this, like, "Oi, I know my way around the house, you know." <laughs> like it was a conspiracy. Like I can get to the fridge and that when everyone goes out, I'm sneaking down. Yeah, like a naughty kid. It, it sounds mad and it's true that's what I did at first like, I was trying to get up on what it weren't happening like I couldn't I couldn't get off with no vision like I couldn't get around so I started doing stuff like that like I thought I've got something in my hand throw it in that direction hear it, hear it. how far it yeah, is yeah exactly and then yeah, just yeah. It's, and it sounds mad and it sounds crazy but that was the only thing getting me through so I'm thinking I'm not going to see my kids again I'm not going to see my wife again I'm not going to see again that's so strong though like to, you know it's not dwelling on the problem it's like, listen, I need to find solutions. Yeah. To, to have that strength, especially so soon, because I can imagine, you know, if you've got all the talent in the world, you know, you've got a beautiful family, young, mm. and then that's such a drastic thing to think you're going to lose your sight. I mean, I think it's one thing, because I'm diabetic, I've got high probability that I'll go blind, don't it? Yeah, right. So right. I think about that all the time. Like, imagine if, like, you can't see. It's, it's scary, yeah. man. Like, it's scary. So it's, it yeah. must be... Yeah, man, tough, tough. But people say that to me, you know, like all the time. This is my, like I said this to you, is that I, I was like, you was like, I can't believe you actually did that. I can't believe you actually. Like, so by the end of the week, I was functioning with no vision. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, get yeah. to the toilet, I get to the kitchen, I do all the things I need to do in my house with no vision. Um, and he was like, that's mad. It's mad. I was like, but you would do if you was in the same position, like you would. And I think anybody would. I think I'm not special. I just think. Being when you're down like that and you've got no option, do you know what? You have to come back, like you have to fight back. I think eventually we would all fight back, but it's not that, it's the time scale that you've been able to grasp such a huge 
events and actually process it and come out the other side. A lot of people wouldn't even grasp it for like six weeks after or for, do you know what I mean? So then it's the processing and then it's like the shit I'm festering. There's there's that as well, there's that element and the thing of being back on and I think it's all just timing as well because I think quite quick after all of this happened there was talk of like, oh well do you know what, you'd probably qualify to be Mm. on the Paralympic squad and it was almost like it gave you something different, like you didn't really have a long time to to process it and then you're obviously, you're that competitive anyway where you're looking ahead going, Oh, the next Paralympics would be Japan. And so was you actually thinking about that stuff? Bang. Not when I was recovering. When I was recovering, I was thinking, only thinking about my kids. And that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, not straight away. I yeah, just meant yeah, like, yeah. in the scale of things still, to only be on the squad for 18 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuts, yeah. Like, that's yeah. still, like, it's a short thing. Yeah, so like, I, after the two weeks, I eventually got come around, like, my eyes could open. That second week, I could open my eyes with these special drops I had and started slowly getting better. And then, like, after I came out at the back end of it, I'd lost more vision from when I went in. Right, okay. Yeah, and that, like, my eyes were a lot more sensitive to light and stuff like that. Um, I had to wear shades a lot um, and things like that, but I didn't know that when I came out. Like, I just, so I was just getting used to it. And then that's what, that's what you were talking about. In that period yeah. where I was just getting used to my new vision, I've just had this big operation, I'm just trying to get back on it. I lost my fit, job yeah. because I can't, can't, couldn't drive anymore. So my job was like, Going to schools all around Birmingham teaching judo, so that's what I was doing in between my studying. Right, okay, yeah. Um, so the doctor was like, Obviously, you can't drive anymore. Um, so I lost my license, no job, thinking about how I'm going to feed my kids. Um, I'm just doing the judo club with my brother. Um, and then in that period when I was just starting getting used to it, yeah, that's when they were like, Hang on. You need to know. You need to see how blind you actually are. <laughs> so see yeah. if you can make it on the team. See if you can get on the um, vision impaired team. Um, like I said, blessing disguise really. That's what drove me. I was like, first I like dabbled a little bit, and then they were like, the Europeans in August. So I had my operation in April. Um, by August, I'm fighting my first major event. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. So by that time, I was fully in back into judo, back into swing things, back into fighting to become the best again. Yeah. So that's a very short period of time. That's what I mean. Very, very short, I think, personally. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's a, like, I know, it, obviously it's not, it sounds stupid when I say this, when I say it's a great story, because it's not a story, it's your life, and it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is yeah. your life. But I mean, just for people who, something like that happens or has a trauma in life. Mm. Like, it's just to say, like, you know what? There's still other things in it. Like, you found... Obviously, you love judo just as much, so you just found a different way to do it, innit? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's strong, man. Very strong. Mm. Did you... Like... I don't know that. Judo. What's the difference between judo and (laughs) jujitsu? It's a good job you said jujitsu, because it's a karate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's the main differences? So the main difference is your goal, like what you're aiming to do. So in judo, your aim is to score ten points, to throw your opponent flat on their back. Yeah, that's ten points. You win. So it's like a knockout in boxing. Okay. okay. Throw them on your back. It's over. You lost. Um, or hold them down for twenty seconds. So pin them down on their back in full control. Twenty seconds. You get ten points. You win. Or tra- strangle them out. Or arm lock them. Yeah. yeah. So they're tapped. 
10 points you win. Whereas jujitsu is more ground based, start standing, a knockdown or a throw on the back is only like two points, I think, or one point. Yeah. And then it's like accumulating points in jujitsu. So, like, by getting past the legs and showing showing off your skill sort of, yeah, of how you yeah. can manoeuvre your opponent and get around him and look right past the legs, that's a point. I've got on their back, that's another point. Yeah. I could put a strangle, armbar, then you're winning jiu-jitsu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but some people just go for pins over, past the legs. So it's a lot of ground-based game in jiu-jitsu, whereas judo, you're looking to knock your partner out, you're looking to take them out, throw them on their back, hold them down, strangle them on, I can get rid of them. Yeah, get to next quick, one. just yeah, 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 in and out. That's it's more aim. direct. Yeah, exactly, that's your aim. Yeah, that's a difference really have you, have you obviously you've always done judo but mm. have you ever dabbled in other martial arts or uh, yeah ju- so jujitsu and judo cross over quite well yeah, so like yeah, it's yeah. all the same like technically it's the same principles it's just the scoring system is a bit different so when the scoring system is a bit different your tactics and your manoeuvring <laughs> changes so it's like for example if there's no goals in football yeah, take yeah, the yeah. goals out and you, the way to score you've got to make four passes yeah, the yeah. passing game would rise. Mm-hmm. So so for someone who plays traditional football, they'll go, right, I'm going to jump in there because I need to I need to get my passing game up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you know what I mean? So then they'd work on their, in their um, parameters. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Similar, exactly the same. So we go, right, I need to get my ground game up. So yeah, sometimes every now and again. You do a bit, you do Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that concept. It's that kind of marriage between the two two sports. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool, man. How old were you? How old did you say you were when you started doing judo? I started five, when I was five years old. When you were five, yeah. Did you kind of take to it straight away, or was it, did you? Because you said your dad did it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. When you well, before you were born, mm-hmm. did you always think I want to do judo like my dad, or was it like? Um. So my dad opened a judo club mm. as when he finished the games, um, <laughs> and. I had to go with him because I was his only son. Like, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You got to go. With him. He had no to go. So I had to go with him. So I was like, sort of born into it. Mm. So I was a baby sitting in my in my car seat watching the judo. So I was sort of born into it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was always there. So then when I was five, I had to go. Still had to go. Mm. So I, my dad was like, "You may as well come on, man." I was the youngest one on there. Shouldn't be like until I was eight. Mm. Um, so he's like, "Just come on." So I just came on and started doing stuff. Yeah. Did I take to it? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't actually by the time I was seven eight I quit mm. yeah I quit when I was eight I think for a year okay. my mum was like you don't, you don't have to go you know, if you don't want to go mm. so um, it was that time where and the sun was out uh, six weeks holidays yeah, yeah, playing course. out on the street yeah. people were knocking on the door yeah, yeah, yeah. come out come out go to the park <laughs> it was them kind of vibes um, I wasn't doing too great at judo. It's like going to competition. I wasn't good when I was younger. I wasn't good at all. Mm. Um, and I've got another younger brother, um, Lewis. Don't give him a shout out. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a younger brother, Lewis. Um, he he started similar. Like he was young. He's um, 18 months younger than me. Yeah, yeah. So he started as well. He came on the mat and he took the judo really well. Yeah, so mm. really good. So we've gone competitions. He was killing it. I was losing, so it's that kind of rivalry. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. and I'm back then. I wasn't that competitive. I didn't have the drive. Mm. I just wanted to go out with my mates, chill. It was like proper social. So what was the point when you thought I'm going to get back into this? I'm going to do it properly. I went to a competition, 
and it, mm. then I got I got another brother as well, Max. He's five years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, he. Sorry, how old are you? I'm three. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, went to a competition. All three of us were there. Max was only young. He's only a baby. Um, Lewis was fighting. I was watching because I'm like doing judo no more. And Lewis killed it, like absolutely killed it. And um, he's the youngest one at the competition and won it. Um, and I was like, I was watching him, I was thinking, hey, I've got to give you some. And, like, and he was getting respect from everyone. Like, and I've seen him train and I've seen him perform. And I was like, you want some of that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said to my mum, I was like, right there, and then I, I remember the day, I was right there, and then I was like, Jack, I could go back to Judah. And mum was like, Yeah, of course you could. Yeah. I was like, She was like, But you can't just go and do like you did it before. If you're going to do it, you got to do, do it, it properly. Exactly. Yeah. Do you reckon Lewis can beat me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're joking, right? But then when, when I went back, he did kill me, like, he killed me, and my little brother was beating me up, and I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it, and that's what gave me the, the drive. No, that's what taught me to learn to. If you want something, you got to graph for it. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. trained hard, man. I trained. That's I was ten, nine and a half, ten. Started training hard, training hard, trained hard for one year. The year after, I was eleven. Um, just after my eleventh birthday, I got on the national team for the first time. Mm. Yeah, so it's weird, really. Really? That's a good question. I don't know that much about judo. I know that I know in karate there's belts in it. I'm not mm-hmm. comparing to karate. Yeah. I know in karate is, is there a belt system in judo? Yeah, as well? yeah, yeah, belt system. Yeah. So you'd done judo for a bit. Mm-hmm. Your brother was doing judo. He was doing really well. Mm-hmm. So what belt was he on when you come back? The same as me. So he got to where you were yeah. when you finished. Yeah, yeah. And he killed you. Killed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> killed me. So like there's there's sort of two different. Areas in judo, there's mm. the belt, the grading system, yeah. and then there's the competition system. Okay. And our club, there's some clubs that are all focused on grading. So no matter how good you are at judo, if you if you're knowledgeable about the sport, mm. you, you can know be looked as really good. Yeah. But putting it into practice is different. Exactly. Putting it into competition. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So if they know all the names of all the techniques, they know how to demonstrate yeah. and show yeah, them. Yeah. Like, they'd be the perfect person to put into a school to show kids that have never done judo before, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but then there's... But do they like getting thrown so around? So they're like high-level belts. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do they like getting thrown around? Put them in competition. Yeah. We was a competition club, fully driven competition. When we, when I was 11, I didn't know any of the names of the throws or anything like that. Like the Because Jap- we do Japanese names and stuff for the throws, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> you just know how to do nothing. We just yeah, had yeah. to fight, yeah. We just yeah. had to fight. We knew how to compete, so... Yeah. We was, we was, yeah, he was about the same level as me, but competition-wise, he was a lot. So what about, what about your old man, your dad? Like, he, he was an Olympian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does he still practice now? Olympic bronze medalist. No, now he's actually the national he's team. Just coach. got his seventh dad, isn't he? Yes, yeah. 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 So he's like <laughs> some super dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think you could give him a run for his money now? Or? It's, it's not dad, man. Come on, man. No chance. Do you wouldn't even attempt it? Have you nah, tried? Nah, nah. We've already told him that story. Yeah, well, you know them ones like, I don't know, I watch too many films, but you know, like when you have the sensei and that, and you've been. Yeah, no. You get that whole person who comes in. But no. he's always still my dad as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You don't want no judo. You can never beat your dad up. No, no never. No. That's I'm like... Trying, I'm trying to do a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> you get my ass kicked. That's what I'm asking. Because it's like... Um, no. Nah, nah, he's... 
Yeah, back in that, that was he was good when he was actually an athlete. But now he's a coach, national team coach, so he mm. runs the whole um, Great Britain, like the men's team. Mm. So his knowledge on judo is like phenomenal. Yeah, like. it's yeah. like you're learning off basically yeah, one of the best yeah. in so the world. Like, yeah, does he does he coach you? Yeah, when you're in one of my coaches. Yeah, I've got okay. two coaches. I've got one that's a VI specialist. Yeah, coach. So he's understands what's happening in the VI world, in the visually impaired world. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, with all the other athletes and who I'm fighting and there, and then my dad, he's really my technical coach. So mm. he runs down all my technical stuff, like because he's known me, he's given me all my technical knowledge, so yeah, he, knows, yeah, yeah. he knows exactly where I'm going wrong. He knows when I'm slacking, he knows when I'm not. Yeah, he knows so he's kind of putting excuses. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not having it. <laughs> wicked, man. That's a wicked story. Mm. It's a wicked story. He's mad, though. That's the thing as well. The visually impaired judo is a different thing as well, like getting into... That's the thing, like the, the techniques of the visually impaired judo. So you start the, the fight different. You start gripped up already so you start yeah, 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 with your yeah, hands yeah. already on there. there's loads of different yeah. new parameters I know they're not massive as far as once yeah, it starts, the fight but, starts but yeah once it starts but I had to do a lot of changing a lot of adapting to the way I saw judo when I came a vision event so like that first major event I got fifth place and I was fuming because I'm fighting people and feeling people in my hands that I know I should be throwing I should be throwing you. I should, you should be on your back now. But, and it was crazy. And everyone was laughing at me afterwards because like, I was attacking this guy, throwing him all over the place. But because he was he was visually impaired, you know, and they're so used to... The guy was... Yeah, actually, the guy had the same vision as me. But you fight people... There's rankings. So there's like B1, which is totally blind. No eyes or no vision. Right, okay. Then there's B2, which is slight, slight vision. Yeah. So you can see lights, colours shapes and then there's b3 which is what i am which is a little bit more the best sighted you can be for vision impaired. yeah exactly um and this guy that i was fighting with a b2 so he, he's used to not seeing not using his eyes mm. to fight with he's used to feeling so every time i'm moving the guys are stopping me stopping me i was getting so frustrated in my first event yeah. um so yeah that's some of that to work on big time like put into my judo because my judo is all about gripping hands and the, my my thought of judo was total opposite to that total yeah. opposite to that so yeah that's a that was a big that was a big change it was a big change mm. so yeah it was it was, uh, it was good though it's good to have that have that in my life at that time you know right, okay. if I didn't have that in my life I don't know how long I would have kept up that that fight that fight, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, even now, I'm still learning to be visually impaired. Like some people now, if I haven't got my shades on, they don't know, mm. and I like it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, like yeah. it. I like to be able to do that, but there's some things that. So I'm trying my best to be like that, but then there's some things that I can't do, like get here, and like, I couldn't get from over there to the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then that frustrates me. I'm like. Because I'm so trying so good to be trying my I bet best you're so like driven as well. So yeah. like self-sufficient and you want to just do it feels things. feels like a failure. Yeah, every That's time like, something bad like that happens, it feels like a failure. 
Um, but then people tell me you're visually impaired. Like, yeah, you are. It's like, it's like having no eyes and trying to see. Like, you're not going to be able to see. Don't like, be yourself. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's one of the things. No, no pun intended. Like, <laughs> like, don't be yourself up, man. That's, that's, the, um, that's the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing, I think. Mm. Like, being visually impaired. How did. If you don't mind speaking, how did your family take to it? Because I'm guessing there was changes there. Yeah, massive, massive changes. Um, I, so my brothers and mum mom and dad, they've actually took it all right. They've accepted it. Like, said, this is where it is. This yeah, is what you yeah, got to yeah. do. And they know that all of us as a family are the same, got the same mindset. Of like, yeah. there you go, now let's go. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to sit here, exactly. You're going to sit there and do nothing, or are you going to do something about it? Or, but my wife, seeing me from having the operation, the recovery long, process, the recovery, how low I was, and me trying my best to get back and failing every day and still trying to kill her, like she hated it. She hated it. So now she, she's probably the only one really that saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, <laughs> she it's her it's hit her hard like it's hit her hard so she she understands she's like you don't have to do that you don't have to really calm down she breaks like yeah, she's yeah. good really she's good she understands what's happening and we're going through it together like it's not just affecting me it's affecting yeah. her as well so we're doing it together but the kids I've done it I've done it well so they don't really know nah. They no, know, they but, know we've got a bad vision, but they know that it's not affecting them. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. still it's... do everything any other dad with vision could do. Yeah, You know what I mean? Good. Yeah, yeah. So I know it's going to be like that. It's always going to be like that. I've got to make it like that because they're my kids. Man. I got to, oh, stop. Do you know what I mean? How old are your kids? I've got seven, six, and a two-year-old. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? i got seven kids. Thirty seven already. No. <laughs> I you said you was in bed for a bit. <laughs> 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 yeah, Three's enough. Like, we're already outnumbered. Three's enough. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's briefly about me. Briefly, like, what? pretty much. What was it like the first time like you actually meddled? Because you have to think about it, especially when you go into World Championships, Commonwealth Games. There's not probably 1% of people that do that. If that, I don't know what the figures are. So it's not really a feeling that everyone can go, yeah, yeah, no, you're on about it. No, it's like, no you don't really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's just very, very rare. Yeah. There's a lot of people, most people in their life will never speak to an Olympian realistically, let alone... Do you know what I mean? Mm. No, it's true. It's nuts, I think. Like how small a number of people make it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you were saying about judo before. Like judo in Japan is like football here. Like, yeah. And yeah. People always talk about the numbers of football and stuff being like, oh, not many make it, or everyone knows someone that nearly made it, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But them numbers are massive as well because look how many teams there are and everything. So to actually like you say, being a sport where it's like. A niche thing like how small is that? Like the hundred meters runner that every every Olympic sport is like. He's a proper elite little bunch, isn't he? Yeah, What's yeah, mad as well is Max. He's going as well, isn't he? Technically, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, he's in. So he's not visually impaired, but he's on the able-bodied team. Okay, yeah, and yeah. He's got a good chance of going to the games as well. So, I like this. Yeah. So Although at the same time, the games. So the Olympic, the Olympics will be first. Paralympics straight after. Right after yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. How's uh, Max doing on his quest? Good. good. Yeah, good. He's doing good. Like now we're training together. It's it's yeah. It's, it's the ideal ideal uh, situation. Yeah. Can I ask you how do you feel, or what do you think will make like the or in fact, how do you feel about the Paralympics and how it's kind of sold to the public here? Do you think there's like a... I, I always feel that it could be so much bigger than what it is. I really don't think it's pushed enough. Probably not, but it has, in recent years... Grown. Grown. It has, it has, it has grown. grown. It's growing fast. It is growing massively. Yeah. It's a good question, you know, because... So is it in a being, good state, do you think? I mean, like... It's in being an athlete and having one target for the whole of your career. You don't really think about any things. Like I'm not right, thinking okay. about yeah, me yeah, getting yeah. to Paralympic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Games and thinking I wonder how many people are going to be watching or yeah yeah yeah, 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 gonna, yeah. yeah I'm going to be on TV or I'm thinking I'm going to be standing at a rostrum at the end. Yeah, the standard, yeah, yeah. No, like one person watching or ten million are watching. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it is good. The Paralympics is is definitely rising. It's getting bigger and bigger yeah. really fast. I think from ten years from now, it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be yeah, just yeah. as big as the Olympic Games. Mm. It'll be massive because the feats and the stories behind it, everybody Athletes, within yeah, the definitely. actual tournament is insane. Because like my story is it's mad, but there's people in there with no legs. The man's got no legs, like no hands, no arms. Mm. It's it's crazy, and they're still yeah. going and competing and putting their bodies on the line to go and just get yeah. out of yeah. the games. You know what I mean? It's yeah, that's true. Actually, I think like, the, the the numbers of Paralympians then gets even smaller and smaller down exactly. to like because like all of them things then are broken into different categories. Exactly. Then all of them different yeah. categories have got. Mm. A different person with a different—I know it's not story; it's life. Anyway, it's life, yeah. a different reason why they've got there, whether or not they were born that way and they've trained all the life, and yeah, it's their exactly. shot still, yeah, yeah. or whether or not it's like somebody that's kind of like, oh, I've had a time mm. in life, and it's led me down this path, and I'm doing this. Like, exactly. so it's, it's almost like the Paralympics are even the, the Olympics is inspirational, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You watch the Olympics, you see people doing achieving these feats, and you think. Flipping arm, man. I mean, I need to get off and go for a run. <laughs> like someone who, someone maybe someone who's who's uh, not able-bodied has maybe started their life like yourself. Started off and, and you were competing mm-hmm. in the in the Olympics. Yeah, goal was so, Olympic games. So, so what we're saying to then go and to then go and if a normal Olympian don't make you feel lazy enough. What's the exactly, point? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you watch it, and just thinking. <laughs> Yeah, the Olympics is easy. I need something with more drama. I think like, oh, I need to go. It's not it's like the X Factor one that you. <laughs> you might watch the Olympics and go, yeah, it's fast, but you was probably born fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it, fair. Yeah, the Paralympics is more of a thing. He's got no legs and he's still it's faster than me. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Maybe better ask a Pistorius. When he said about the no legs, I looked around and I was like, "Who's going to save Pistorius first? Who's going to drop it?" Yeah. No, no. no, but I think that actually power of big games is growing fast. It's it's in a good place. It's in a good place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Tokyo will be even bigger than it was in Rio. Um, it's growing really fast because there's a lot more people now. There's a lot more access to. 
um, people with disabilities being able to do sport, which is great. Yeah, yes. advancement in technology yeah, and stuff as well. Exactly, yeah. Like the blades are out for the runners. Mm. The um the wheelchairs are for the um, basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Basketball's mad, isn't it? Basketball's rough as well. Obviously, yeah, it's no joke. They're smashing into each other, and they're full on athletes, man. Yeah, yeah. back in the day, that that's why I think it wasn't as big because I think back in the day, I don't think there were the I don't think they had the access to train, train. like full athletes. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was probably access. part time. There exactly. wasn't there wasn't money in it, was there it? You there you go. You wasn't a full time athlete when you should go to the Paralympic Games. You were somebody who went to a club and got by. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it got by with your disability. Yeah, you probably didn't have the sponsorship and stuff. Was no, 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 it wasn't anything no, like that. Was a lot a few years ago. No, it wasn't. I think '88 was the first Paralympic Games. Was it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. So it's relatively new. Yeah, exactly. And like, but now you're getting full on athletes. Like, I fought a guy at the the guy that I lost to at the um, World Championships. I lost to in the quarterfinals. Well, you've lost. Shit, yeah, mate. <laughs> well, you've lost. Oh, I thought you were unbeaten. Stop the show. Stop. Because I lost at the World Championships. That guy, like at the beginning of the year, was fighting. In able-bodied tournaments, are coming fifth, coming like doing reasonably well in those able-bodied world tournaments, Grand Slams, Grand Prix. So like the level of athleticism within in, yeah, yeah. in Paralympics now is massive, and that's what that's what's going to make it grow. That's going to be the biggest um, factor in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the catalyst to make it massive. It would be big. It would be big. Yeah. Paralympics would be big. You know, being an athlete, do you feel that? Do you know if you won a gold, mm-hmm. how like how hard is it then to go? All right, I wanna win gold in two, well, two years, four years, world championships, next Olympics. Just, I mean, like, how self motivated do you need to be? Good question. I guess that's quite a bit. So. So, so let's say, say the World Championships, if I won gold at the Worlds, that's not, that. I always think of it, that's, it's great, and it's... But it's not the pinnacle. It's not the end goal, yeah. It's not the end goal. Yeah. When, I win the, when I win the Paralympic Games... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you win it, <laughs> When yeah. I win, when I win, if I win. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do after that. I don't Is know that what, like the... Yeah. That yeah, that's like after I'm, I know I, I can just, I feel it myself now. I'm not gonna be lost. I'm gonna be like, so what's next? Like, I think you told us in few recently, Danny, about like after he won yeah. the heavyweight title, he accomplished everything. He was like, he was like that's when he got depressed because yeah. he was getting up and he was thinking, right, so like, I can, I, I've done everything that I set in life to do. Exactly. I guess he's, uh, you, you have to tell me, but isn't it just about setting just some new goals. goals? Setting some new goals again, you know, of course. Because yeah. that's what I did. Oh, so, like I said, if I won the World Championships, mm-hmm. I'll be thinking in my head, there's another World next year that I'm going to. Yeah. To get me to the Games. Like, so I've still got training. Like, I'm still training now. I've just mm-hmm. finished the World. I've still got training now. Mm-hmm. Still got to keep training mm-hmm. for the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. Um, I think. Yeah, I think after it, I'm, I'm that kind of person now. I can't not have something to strive yeah, yeah, yeah. for and aim for. I think it's important in life. Yeah, like, I'll be yeah, honest, like, I, 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 
I got to a point like about this time last year before and I looked at my life, you know, I had a nice house, missus, good car, good job, good money. And I kind of got depressed. Like literally, I just was like, people were saying to me, like, what are you, what's the matter with you? Like, what? And I just felt like I hadn't got any goals. When it come down to it, after, after all, like the stress. Yeah. I looked back and I thought, oh, you know what it was? Like, literally, I had no goals. It was kind of like setting up this place. It made me be like, you know what, focus on something. Get out of that kind of little rut. Yes. But definitely, has it. Yeah. Has it. Like, I think we're purpose driven. Yeah. We find like, well, most people find lost if they're not trying to achieve something. A lot of people do feel lost, though. That's the thing. And it is like, to my, is there a point where you just give up? Like, is that the difference where you don't kind of? Yeah. See, but yeah, that is the difference. Where you keep wanting to do something different, or like. Is that where the difference is, rather than kind of going like? Because I think I'm, that feeling that you say there, I can relate to from what of you were going. Was this it? I just do this until what I retire. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. There's a thing of like, well, yeah, you just you've got to a point, but you just do that thing again every like oh, it's Monday again. Said so before, and I know that thing of people going like, oh, I'm living the dream. I'm like, you're not though. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking popular phrase on building yeah. sites, living the dream. It's not, man. It's raining and it's Tuesday. <laughs> Go, look, you what? You're on Instagram. You know you're not living the dream. You're fucking in front of me. If those are your dreams, I'd hate to see your nightmares. Yeah, popular. You can't say that. People have different dreams, don't they? Like, he, his dream might be. He might he might love the fact that he's there going, you know what? I've earned eight hundred pounds this week. My my kids are gonna eat, yeah, my roof's on my head, I go home, spend all it's my not time. That you shouldn't. It's just sometimes it's not it's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people are lying to themselves, yeah, lying to making excuses for why they don't do things. Rather than just getting up and doing yeah, that. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. There's too many people like that. There's, I think a lot of people are... I was equated to like being... You know when you're in school, you kind of good at everything. Mm. I'm not saying that I was. <laughs> I'm just saying that. But you know what I mean? Like if you're in school, you know, you're, in, you know, you're good at um, academically. You're good yeah. at sports. You just get by in it. You're good. But as soon as you leave school and get into that big, bad world yeah. where people aren't always propping you, going, oh, you're, you're sick, you yeah, are, you're yeah, this, yeah. that. Now you're in the big, bad world. You don't want to fail. Because if you're that used to succeeding at everything, it kind of becoming easy. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, if I step outside my comfort box, I might not be as good as everyone told me I was. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So they just kind of start tricking themselves then. And it's like, oh, you know, I'll get an all right job. Yeah. I might try and like, have my own company or, exactly. oh, do you know what I mean? But then I'm still the man in it. Yeah. That's exactly. just, you know? where, to me, where did that fail? Like where is the breakdown in that in that sequence and was he at school when he was like killing it just getting by why is he why is he just getting by he should be going this is hard today this is hard today I've got to, yeah. got to work hard today I've got to try today I've got to, I've got to push today I've got to, and then when you're outside of the big bad world you know you've got to push yeah. and strive and work hard for what you want to get but do you think because basically as children we really we want to get maximum reward for as little effort as possible mm-hmm. I think so. Is that down to the child? Because the child's only a child. It doesn't yeah. really know that. Like, we're looking at things with hindsight. Yeah. So a child doesn't have that. So is it the parents to be saying to a child, listen, 
Yeah. Nah, nah. You, you need to go and do your homework. Do do an get an extra tutor. Do that. It's a school as well, isn't it? Because yeah. a school should be doing things that engage the pupils in the way that they want to be engaged. But you say that, but if you've got thirty pupils in an hour to do that, you yeah. can't do it. Yeah, like, you have to come up with a. There should be a different way of kind of. Uh, there should be a different way of uh, arranging the groups Classics. rather than this group is very academically minded this group are just naughty children yeah. and these are your in between it should be like these are your creatives 100%. these are your entrepreneurial yeah, yeah, spirits 100%. you know yeah. what I mean they should, yeah, yeah, they should yeah. be dividing 100%. them up like in terms of their learning styles yeah, and definitely. what they respond this to this guy likes to learn by seeing this guy yeah. likes to learn by doing exactly this guy likes Practical to learn by you telling him what to do yeah, yeah. no Harry came out of school I was telling you about it the other day when I only went uh, my friend got detention I know his friend he's got just a boisterous kid and yeah. I was like, you can't get detention at junior school. Like, how are you getting detention? He was like, yeah, yeah, internal detention. Like, what's internal detention? He's like, no break. Oh, well, he was being disruptive, so they've kept him in at his break time. And I'm like, how, who thinks that this is a good idea? <laughs> how are these people fucking teaching my kids? Like, that's not a thing, is it? It's, no, not, it's like, yeah, yeah, so to punish him for being boisterous. Yeah, and, yeah. Rather than letting him just run around screaming his head off outside for five minutes, you might not think that would cure the problem a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, no, 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 just bottle them up some more and then moan in the afternoon when they do the same thing again. It's like... My, so my kids are homeschooled. All my, I'm educated. All my kids are female. Um, but they did go to school. <laughs> my eldest, Shaila, um, the Shire and I, they love the, the dancers, so they love dancing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Shire's got some some kind of ADHD type. She's sort of, we don't know whether to go and get a test or what, because I don't really want to put a name on it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, she's doing good at the minute, so. You don't want to stop Yeah, her exactly. Or... But the teacher, her first teacher actually said that to us. So I think she's got some kind of ADHD because she can't keep still. I was like, She's five. <laughs> yeah. She's five years old. You try to sit down for six hours a day. She's five. Mm. And she was like, but to be fair to the teacher, teacher was awesome because she said to me, brought me in and her thing is, she went, no, I think she's got some form of agency, but I don't think she needs to do anything about it. I think she just needs to do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. She needs some else in her life. She needs to be stimulated yeah. a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. just needs to go. And she said, I think she needs to go and dance. She needs to go and do something. She went to dancing and she's she when she's dancing she's fine. Yeah. She goes to dance. She can sit there, listen, dance, listen. That no problem. Mm-hmm. But when you ask her to sit down, yeah, with a pen and a piece of paper, don't move. Just she finds it so difficult. So she got energy. In it. Yeah, she has. So energy. we learn different ways. Shyla learns. She learns to spell by doing dance moves. Mm. Yeah. So she makes the letters with her body as she dances, like mad stuff yeah. like that. But she loves it. It's mad, it sounds a bit. No, Crazy, no, 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 no. And, and that's how she remembers. Yeah. And that's how she remembers. So it's like mad stuff like that. Mm. If t- all teachers were like that teacher. Yeah, yeah, you think? You know, it'd be a better place. Like, education yeah. be Education does need a complete overhaul, really, doesn't it? No? They're still Same. teaching us like we're made for the factories. Basically, yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? You sit down, you go up, you look 100%. at the clock, and it clock. And that's what, you sit that's, down, that's what it's break, been, dinner, break. That's you know what I mean? Little desk. Yeah. Step out of line, you get detention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fingers on lips. Yeah, All man. That. All that. But that's true. But then, 
the way that I got my mentality from and the way that I strive and push myself was through sport where high level sport where there's no room for that there's like so different the education high level sport is so different if you yeah, want to be yeah, the top yeah. you want to be the best you've got to train this much you have to push yourself this hard oh yeah yeah definitely do you know what I mean you have it's to not train, like training before school yeah, yeah. training after school that you know discipline I mean? like, and yeah. that that presence you get from the sport it's like you don't want to do it like, you don't I can't go up today like this morning I was like Nah, <laughs> nah. It was weird, like, nah. when I was 11, probably just before I was 11, so about from the age of 7, 8, 9, 10, I always used to do gymnastics and it mm. for uh, the Birmingham Flames, they were called. Then I got a GB call. Yeah. So we had to train in Harborn, and I went for about a month where you literally had to go in the morning and on the night. And I remember like bearing my mum's side, my mum got like five kids. It's a lot for her to get me there, then to there. Yeah. So I ended up just like dropping out in the end. How many days a week was it? Uh, you used to do like four days a week. So you had to do train eight times? No, nah, no, nah, you train like six times. So you didn't do it twice a day every day, but it was just tough. imagine washing for your mum, washing six times. <laughs> 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 It's hard and it's hard. Everything has to fall into place for you to be able to achieve that level, achieve that discipline. I suppose you was really lucky that your dad knew what. No, yeah. I don't say you was lucky because obviously you worked hard for you done. But I'm saying like it obviously helps no, your yeah. dad knowing what you've got to yeah. do to yeah. be the best. Exactly. Yeah. We, I've worked, yeah, very lucky, very lucky, and and knowing the sacrifice as well that it takes. That's that's the problem. The sacrifice is, is, is that's the main thing, especially when you get older. The sacrifice. Like when I was younger, I didn't want to make sacrifices. I didn't want to sacrifice my friends going out. I mean, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wanted yeah. to go out with them. Do you know what I mean? But that sacrifice. And my dad, he was clever. He knew. Let him. Let him. He'll come quit. back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He'll understand when he gets older and he's ready. He'll understand and like, seeing it all day every day and like been taught it and the mentality of what actually happened and listening to the stories of not just my dad but like so like three or four of them went to the game at the same time and they're like good friends of ours so I was listening yeah. to the stories like that things like that to do the training camps that to go to the places that to go the sacrifices that to make sort of things man you can do it anyone can do it but you've got to be able to push yourself you've got to make those sacrifices and devote yourself to your goals to your goal that you yeah. want to you want to get, you know what I mean? There's some people, some people it's for, some people it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Some people, <clears throat> I believe everybody can achieve it. Everybody can achieve top level performance, but it's if you they want to, if their body wants, to, if their mind wants to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people are just happy, just like I said, going to work, collecting their paycheck, coming home. That's a goal to the weekend. That's, yeah, leaving for the so, weekend, that's a goal to them. That leads me to my next question. You're 30 now, yeah? 30, yeah. So, you've been making those sacrifices for a while. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you, you do you feel like you've missed out on any any of your youth or anything like that? Or do you, do you think like, what you've, because of what you've achieved, it was, it was, it was definitely worth the sacrifice or? I don't know. Um, I don't think I missed out, no. Because no. I think, if I didn't do that, what would I have been doing? 
Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the other option? And to me, where I go, yours is the better option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have been in a park or yeah. on a Friday night after school doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Getting in trouble with my mates, I got in trouble. Or the, what other options were? There was no other real options to do. Yeah, and I always and like I said, to be a driven person when I got to 11, 12, 13. The, like doing that like why am I going there what am I going to get from going to the park tonight what am I going to get am I going to get what am I getting better at do you know yeah, what I mean nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. Yeah. so missing out on things like that on the whole looking at the bigger picture no missing out with my best mates going out yeah sometimes yeah. like when they were like first lads holiday that to miss out on it I'm in Germany competition sorry yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, then I think that's the thing that offsets it though, and it is like I've spoken to you before, and like I've been chatting about it somewhere, and you're like well travelled without noticing you well travelled because you was doing it yeah. anyway as part of like being on a squad. Mm-hmm. It's like you go a certain distance, and then all of a sudden you're going further than Europe, and then like I chat to you now, and it's like oh yeah, so I was in Japan, I'm like hey, of course you was in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so random, like yeah, and yeah. and like perfect, just like yeah, calm like, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the thing. I think it upsets the. I don't suppose you're looking at it from a perspective of like, oh, yeah. do you see it as work? I see. It. No, I don't see it as work. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe the perception of work that everyone gets is monotonous, going to do your job, coming home. Whereas, if it's my work, my work's like I'm going there. I've got to do my best every day. I've got yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And if I don't, no one's gonna have a go at me. They just, I'm just gonna lose out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna be prepared. Well, they're on the subject of that, like on the thing of like people doing what they should be doing, that goes to show that you are that, like that person. Do you know what I mean? Like you'll you'll be self-driven enough to just want to go there and be the best off your own back kind of thing. You just need that yeah. AI to do. It. Is that what the, you know, you were saying earlier about like. You're proper elite if you're part of that squad, like as part of the the Olympians or the yeah, Paralympic yeah, definitely. Or, or whatever you like, if you're the best racing driver or the best bike, so what elite, elite level, the elite level, elite elite. level athlete, basically. Mm-hmm. Is, is. is that the thing you've just found your like your thing where you get the freedom to be able to just chase whatever you want to be able? To, you, it's not that you want to stand still; you still want to chase something yeah, like a yeah. goal, but yeah. you just need the the avenue or the thing you to find. Yeah. No, like you were saying about Charlotte with the dance, as far as yeah. like, she don't need to, she just needs to do something, yeah. something, something where she can yeah. just chase it off her own accord. She, it's going to irritate her that she's not good enough. Yeah. It's going to irritate her that the next day she wants to get better at something she's just that kind mm-hmm. of, you can yeah, see Charlotte, see, yeah. she's that kind of kid, yeah, do you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. It's nuts, I think. Yeah. It's nuts. So, being an Olympian, what do you think? Do you think there's a, there's a there's people out there with like that are naturally talented for these things, or do you think that just anyone can just do it. anyone can do it? Just takes hard work, or do you think it's a bit of both? There's there's people out there that are naturally talented, one hundred percent. I've seen it. I felt it with my mm. own hands. Like mm. people that I know for a fact that don't work hard as me. They don't train as hard as me, but they can beat me. With ease, like, with ease. Yeah. And there's people out there that beat me because they've trained harder than me and they shouldn't beat me. They're like, you should beat me. And then I come yeah. off the mat 
like this happened to me, European Championships, I was um, 17, European, Junior European Championships, uh, fight, I was in the rep charge, I had to win this fight to get into the fight for bronze medal. And the geezer battered me, like, it killed me, killed me. I came out the mouth, I was fuming. My dad was looking at me like, what are you mad for? What are you mad for? He clearly trained harder than you did. Clearly. Do you think you should have won that fight? I was like, no. Nah. He, he was fitter than me, stronger than me. It's because he worked harder than you. Yeah, but yeah. when I was holding him, I felt like I should have thrown him. I thought, I can, I can beat him, I can beat him. It's like, so frustrating. So I felt that side of it. But I felt people that just diffed the special. Yeah. And you can see those people that are just... Yeah. special like Cristiano Ronaldo football yeah, for Messi, example yeah, Messi yeah. they're special people where they're, I'm not saying they don't work hard they do but there's yeah, yeah. they've got that drive and that determination yeah they've got that drive and determination <coughs> they train hard as everybody else go harder but they've got that special yeah, thing that's yeah. what makes them above and beyond but your other question like you said there was two different options like is it talent or is it but I think hard work but it's talent hard work don't think it gets you to where you want to be. Yeah, you could be, you could go to the Olympics. It gets you in that fight with the person with the talent. Yeah, exactly. It puts you in the mix. It puts you in the mix. It puts you. It gives you a chance. Gives you a chance. Nobody wins every day, all the time, every yeah. second. They have to lose to get better, to improve. Because I ceiling, you have to lose to go past that ceiling. And when they lose. You're working hard and training hard, and you've put everything into it, and you've made them sacrifice that we we're talking about. And your mindset is, I'm going to do it, no matter what happens. I'm going to be there. When they lose, you'll be there. You'll be that person that beats them. You'll be that person that goes a little bit further. Yeah. I think that is true. I I don't think I'm special at judo. I don't think I'm that talented at judo. My not brothers that, are talented. You're not that talented. You know? <laughs> no, I'm not. Just telling no. me you're not a brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Adam, no, you know my brothers, right? Like. My two brothers, and I'm not taking anything away from them. Like they, they work damn hard at judo. They work damn hard at what they do. Yeah, not so much at this. Not now. Not now. I think not it'd be now. Back, it'd back in the day. But like <laughs> talent-wise, Lewis, yeah. my middle brother, he was ridiculous. He was doing things that people had never done in the country. Like he was 14 years old and he was beating people, the seniors that were trying to go to the games, and he's killing them. Like mm. yeah, because of. His raw talent. Yeah, I could never yeah. done that. I couldn't. I wasn't in that position to do that. Yeah. I wasn't. But seeing him do it, and seeing the people around me, and the people that I'm trying to beat, and got this goal, and this goal, yeah, making me work hard, and it got me to where I was. If I carried on doing, if I stayed in the UK and was my sight was normal, I believe I would be at Rio. Just yeah, like, yeah, 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 Rio Olympics. I believe I would have been there. Um, I would have been there. no, not been there. I believe I would have had a chance to be there. Yeah. I would have been in the mix. Yeah, yeah. And that's just from sheer hard work, sheer. And any, I think anyone can do that if you committed to that goal. Right. How many people? <laughs> <laughs> if you committed. Well, actually, to that goal. you're a shit. <laughs> 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 I, I was just gonna say. I actually, you. almost trouble. I was, I was, I was, I was gonna, gonna say. say almost went to the Olympics, but I almost <laughs> went to Germany to train for the Olympics. Don't yeah. ask me why I was going to Germany. I lost my mind a little bit. Hey. It's because Klitschko was fighting now. Was he? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. woke up one day. I was like, boom. Going to Berlin. I'm going to be in the next Olympics. I'm going to box. And fucking... I must have phoned me up. And I'm in the flipping <laughs> mental hospital. 
<laughs> and Aaron's on the phone, like, what's going on, G? Like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, I'm focused, man. I'm focused. I've just been in the gym. He's like, yeah, what's going on? Boxing, man. You're boxing. I'm going to the Olympics, bro. He's like, Ez, to be fair to me, Ez was the only person. I was like, yeah, man, do it. Go for it, bro. Go for it, bro. I'm like, I've booked my flight and I'm going Berlin. Why are you going Berlin? That's the moment, bro. It just seemed like somewhere looked gritty and looked like I could meet, like I could meet fucking Sly. You imagined it as a good back rack. Like I, like I see Sly in the back streets, like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Come on, get in the gym! <laughs> That's oh, it. Man. My imagination is crazy, though, but yeah. I was, I was <laughs> on it, man. I was on it. I was in the gym every day, and they're like, boom, boom, hitting the bag, hitting the bag. And then, funnily enough, the, the guy that was in the hospital, one of the nurses said to me, like, sleeping on your front of some rocks there. Why don't you, like, I, I know this gym in, in Hall Green, it's a, a gym that's up there. And when I, when I did it, I started going to the gym, and I was training and that. Like soon after that, I started to my, my Olympic dream died. Like, from there, <laughs> I started getting in the gym. I took got a punch in the face. Like, <clears throat> not for me. Not for me. You need to hit my nose and shit. <laughs> but like the dream soon died. But like that, as you say, anyone can do it. Man. Can do it. If I was like, a bit, if I was, if I was a bit younger, because yeah. at this point I was about twenty nine. My life, uh, so I'd never boxed in my life. Yeah. Probably, like, <laughs> I got a, I got a punch bag in my alley at home and that's about it. But like I was twenty nine, if I'd have had that, yeah, but you're yeah. Young, yeah. Then why not? You know why not? Why and this you? is what I was saying. It was just like I think in my head I had Anthony Joshua in my head, and I know that when he from when he started boxing, actually I'm not sure actually. Yeah, he, he was not boxing for long before yeah. he got his gold. So I was thinking, well, if he can do, it, I can do this. Fuck Anthony Joshua, yeah. I'm gonna bang him out one day. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him on the telly. I thought, oh, I don't want no problems this season. I want no problems. But stories like that is what make champions. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's that's what I'm talking about. That just one day, just I'm going to do it. Mm. I'm going to do it. I think it takes a level of flipping, uh, not insanity, but a level of... No, nah, it does. Insanity, yeah. yeah. yeah 100%. And that's where the, that's where the, the majority lines. of the people... God, I can't do it no yeah, more. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. Mm. I've done it. I've done. I can't do it no more. And then that's when you people around you. Look what you're doing. Focus. Focus take well, it easy. Yeah, yeah. Come back. Yeah. If you've got the network, see, you need you need luck. You need a network around you, and you need that insanity mm. to do it. Mm. And that's when you can with all them. That's when you can train hard and get to where you need to get to. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. I believe that. Hundred percent. Because that's mm. what I've done. You gotta push yourself over them. Yeah, all them limits exactly. that was there before you gotta push past them. There's no limit. Yeah, there is no limits. Mm. There is no limits. Mm. The right it's just plateaus. You just yeah, plateau. Yeah. You just plateau, and then you got then you plateau. You're like, right, I've been here for a long time. Like, let's go. Let's go. Push, yeah, push, yeah. push. Mm. Like the hardest time my training was after my operation because I hadn't been training at such a high level for like five years. But I went to Hong Kong, came back. I wasn't at such a high level, so. Coming back and going straight into it hard, like training like a full time athlete, killed me. Killed me. Yeah, he used to remember that time. I was, I tried to teach kids. I was like sitting down on the floor, like yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't move. Did you? My ears broke. Did you feel more determined than ever at this point? You're saying it was harder to get through. You must have been more determined than 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 when you when you gone to yeah to everybody the Olympics or whatever. Yeah. Did you feel like? Like because of what happened to you, did you feel like I have to? Like, I have to do. I have to succeed. And the the, other, the fact that made me push that was my kids. Yeah. 
because I didn't want them to see me have something wrong with my vision and then me give up. Yeah. Just because something bad happens doesn't mean you can give, give up. up. Yeah. Just because it's just because it's not going your way doesn't mean you can give up. Because when my kids grow up, that's going to happen to them. It's not going to go their way. Life never goes your way. So don't give up. Do something about it. Yeah. Do something about it. And uh, and if I never had kids, I wouldn't have done it. I don't think. No. I don't. I don't think no. I would have okay. struggled. Yeah. Think. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. That's what I push through. You mentioned earlier you went to Hong Kong for five years. Yeah, yeah. What was that like, man? <laughs> um, Living in Hong Kong for five years. There must have been some stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong is amazing. It's an amazing place. It's, men- it's like unreal. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like unreal. It's like if you drew a city, it would just come to life. That's Hong Kong. Like, it's insane. Insane. Actually, we was lucky. We lived on, like, an island just... I'm saying off Hong Kong, but it's like an island called the um, Discovery Bay, and it was just you had to get a boat to get to the mainland to okay. get to like Hong Kong Island, and um, it was outside the hustle and bustle. So like how you think of China, Japan, those countries with like loads of people. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah. like it's that. More, in, that. Oh, in, in the main, in the main, it was um, more rural though. Yeah, exactly. So we was out of it a little bit. So we had like. Um, is like a refuge away from that manic, manic place. But it was, it's, it's, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good five years, mate. It was good five years. Yeah, really good five years. I nice love to place. go to Hong Kong. It's a nice place. It's a great place. <clears throat> yeah, that's like a really stupid question, now, but Hong Kong. Is it China or is it? Or is it its own? It's its own, it's own, it's its own and it like us. Yeah, yeah, it's own country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can go. It's attached. It's attached to China. I know, it's there, but I'm not okay. sure if it's. Did it get independence <laughs> from China or, or did the British have Hong Kong? That's right. And then it was yeah. That's yeah. right. The British had Hong Kong and they gave it back and. Ah, oh, it's not so. Yeah, so you can have your country back. Yeah. What was it like being you mix with us, black, white? Yeah, what was it like that being in China? Like being that? It's quite rude. It was so where I live was quite there's a lot of expats, so a lot of people that moved from their countries from, yeah. to live in Hong Kong. And they lived in DB, so in Discovery Bay, so it's like just multicultural kind of yeah, there anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think there was me and two or three other mixed race people in on that island. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. rarity, but the people were used to it around that. Yeah. When I went over to the mainland, I went over to like when I went over the border to China. Like, so was, you can go in China's like shopping centre just over. People just look at you like you're hundred percent from Africa, one hundred percent African, hundred percent, and then like they just just stare at you like. You used to get weird looks. Like, he was definitely... What's he going to steal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely had that kind of vibe. Definitely had that kind of vibe. But outside of the main... Um, the only reason I say because my friend's just come back and he's oh, got a Chinese girlfriend in it. So, like, he went over for the first time and he was saying to me, it was like, nah. So yeah, like, yeah. it was then like some places it went in China it felt very, yeah, it yeah, felt see, very China. awkward. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like yeah, it was yeah. very awkward. See, no... So there's that happening. I was feeling that when I went out. But when I had my kids, 
so I've got two old girls, Shaila seven, so she was like five, and Alif, she was like four. Yeah. And like, they look really similar, and so people think they're twins. So we're walking through the shopping centre, and I'm walking, and I look in the shop, and I'm looking around, talking, I turn around, people are picking my kids up, taking pictures of my kids. Yeah, that's like a normal thing for them to yeah, do over there, yeah, like, yeah. oh, look, 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 pick them up, kids are crying, like, ah, I'm like, first time I was like, mate, you got about five seconds to put my child down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, no, just put my child down on the floor, like, I had to, like, calm myself down, because I'm like, why are you touching my kids, like, that? but that's just something that they do in their culture, like, if you got ginger hair, ginger hair people, people just run up to you and be like, it's the same in India and China as well. I'm going over there. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's the way it was. I couldn't get used to that it's I, I had the same with my two. We were staying in uh, Bournemouth or something a few years back. And I remember like big group of tourists came over and I was like, ah, oh, I like this. And I was like, it took me ages to be like, I don't get what yeah. the purpose of this is. And they were like, they just wanted to take pictures with my two, with the boys, because they've got blonde hair. And yeah, they're like, yeah. no blonde way. Hair, yeah. and this is like, yeah. It's crazy. It's the culture change is mad. I love it though. I love seeing that difference in the way they do things, the way we do things. Yeah. What's it like in, in actual sport though, in that term? So, Over in... Yeah, just like in judo. Like, what is it? Is there a... I don't want to say, but like, say you're playing golf. It's mm. like a... It's a white old man sport is what I would term golf as. Yeah, right, right, it might be changing, yeah. but what I'm saying is, what's like the demographic in judo? Is it like a widely mixed? Is yeah, it it's weird. It's a weird... age as well? Is it like, is it a young man's game or an old man's game? Young I don't really know. Game. Definitely a young man's game. But like, it, it changes all over. It's, it's a strange sport. It's a strange sport because in those, those different cultures influence the way people see judo yeah, yeah so like i say in japan it's a young sport like you're getting people coming through that are world champions that are 21 20 18. yeah so i mean so it's, yeah they're yeah. young but however here our best our best are like 28 29 30 right, okay yeah yeah so and but you're not going to make it there unless you started when you was five yeah five yeah <laughs> five young so you got to do the groundwork all the way to them to like They'll say to you, like, if you want to go to the games, you're doing well and you've been training all your life and then, like, say, right, your games will be when you're 28. Your games yeah. will be when you're, you're good, so you might be when you're 25, so you might get a few there, a few here. So it changes all around the world. So it's it's broad. It's a yeah. broad, yeah, broad age, broad, and everyone does it, everybody does it. I think it's, like, the second most popular sport in the world, Judo. Really? I think so, Yeah. yeah. France has got a massive, huge. huge. I remember, I remember Max, Max putting on the WhatsApp group a, uh, a video of him. He sat down like this. He'd gone to some like European competition, and people were queuing up to get his autograph yeah, like that. Yeah, and he was yeah. sat there, and he was like, "Oh, look, look what happens when I'm like, just over in France." Like, yeah, yeah, cool. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like here, yeah, it's like comes around Rowie. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are like, "Oh, right. yeah." There you go. Why is that? Why is that? If it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just in our country, like France, all Eastern Bloc countries, Russia, like Mongolia, Georgia. Putin's a black belt. I know. Putin loves judo. Loves judo, man. Like all them, all them countries there, and then like Japan, Korea, China, mass Brazil. Yeah. Like you're a star. If you any good at judo, you you 
Yeah, you're like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, you're the wrong country to be born in, but I know. <laughs> I know. England. <laughs> you found that sure. So it's people it's more Gino popular in twenty twenty one. Yeah, people do karate. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> you ever feel like moving to one of those countries where you might be more recognised, or do you quite like anonymity? Yeah, yeah. I like that. I never yeah. thought about it, but I think I do like. That. I like that. When you pick your holidays wisely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you win a <coughs> When you win a <laughs> So 2021, imagine if like two days off Matthew Sport here that it's potentially that's how it goes, I think like never heard of Jessica Ennis Hill until Yeah. But, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that cycle kind of throws a certain them them elite. Sorry. Um <laughs> That elite group of people kind of get thrown into the thing by that cycle, don't they? By that, yeah. that kind of cycle of when the sports tournaments are happening. So, oh, yeah, whoever happens to be the best at that at the time, like, I can't think who was the, the judo for that. Um, I don't know, she'd had some like mad story, and at the end, like, it was a proper dramatic fight. Gemma Gibbons, yeah, Gibbons. yeah, she got silver, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she had a, but I remember people being like, Oh my god, I watched it, and yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I think someone had passed away recently yeah, before, yeah. and I remember her kind of looking up to Scott and it real capturing people because it, and again, like, it just so happened to be on at the right time with a bag of people watching yeah. it, and it had a backstory, and the whole mm. sets the scene of like all of this thing. And, that's kind of all the text. So people like to see people overcome adversity, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's one of our good qualities, I think. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like rooting really for the underdog, right? <laughs> everyone's like, come on, man, you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah, like Rocky over there. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. That's it, I think. Good talk. Yeah, it was good. good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, pleasure, man. Like I, said, like I said to you before, like I had loads of people asking me to come and tell my story and that, but like I haven't been felt like I listen to their podcast and like I haven't felt like I should do it. I don't feel like I fit in, but this podcast, I feel like I, I could yeah. fit in this. Yeah, 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 like definitely, like, man. Definitely. Like, oh, yeah, pleasure, man. Not anytime, man.